Good morning, and welcome to Simply Tech. It's Friday, February 2nd. On today's show, YouTube is not building a Vision Pro app, so the Apollo for Reddit developer took matters into their own hands. Also, the Indian Central Bank's clampdown results in a loss of $2.1 billion for Paytm. Plus, Apple reveals that the EU represents 7% of global app store revenue. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Tech. We start off with a story about Apple's Vision Pro headset hitting the market today, but with a twist. YouTube has not developed a dedicated app for the device. However, Christian Selig, the developer behind the Apollo for Reddit client, has stepped in to fill the gap with a Vision Pro app for YouTube named Juno. Here with more details is our correspondent from Simply Tech. That's right, David. Juno is a Vision Pro app for YouTube that costs $5 for a one-time purchase. It uses YouTube's Embed API, which loads videos in a web view and provides controls for playback. This allows Juno to run natively and automatically resize windows based on different aspect ratios. YouTube can still show ads to users who are not subscribed to the premium tier through the Embed API. What features does the Juno app offer to its users? Juno offers features like resizable windows, pinch drag to scrub through the video, double pinch on sides to move the video forward or back by 10 seconds, and dim surroundings to focus on the video. The idea for the app started when Selig expressed his desire to develop a wrapper app for YouTube native to Vision Pro, as he spends a lot of time on the service. What can we expect from Juno in the future? Currently, the app supports only one window. However, Selig plans to introduce multi-view support, leveraging Vision Pro's ability to show multiple spatial windows. Other planned features for Juno include the ability to see comments, new immersive environments, and caption controls. What other apps are available for the Vision Pro headset? Apple has stated that there will be 600 apps specifically tuned for Vision Pro. While there are no apps for Netflix, YouTube, and Spotify at launch, users can consume content through Disney+, Max, ESPN, CBS, Paramount+, NBC, NBC Sports, Peacock, Fox Sports, and the UFC. What else has Selig been working on recently? Selig had to shut down Apollo after Reddit changed its API terms last year. However, he updated his Pixel Pals app, a virtual pet app for Apple's Dynamic Island, with support for interactive widgets in September. In October, he also released a language learning widget as part of the Pixel Pals app. Thanks for those insights, Abby. Now shifting gears to the financial sector, shares of Indian financial services firm Paytm have taken a significant hit, falling another 20% on Friday, following a clampdown by the Reserve Bank of India. The shares fell to 487 Indian rupees, or 588 cents, within minutes of the market opening, marking a 55-week low. This comes after a 20% fall on Thursday. Paytm's market cap now stands at $3.73 billion, a loss of $2.1 billion in just two days. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent, Bella. Yes, David. The Reserve Bank of India has expanded its restrictions on Paytm's payments bank, which processes transactions for Paytm. It's now barred from offering many banking services, including accepting fresh deposits and credit transactions across its services. In response, Paytm has said it will end business with its affiliate and seek partnerships with other banks. 
So what does Paytm expect the impact of these restrictions to be? Paytm believes that at worst, the RBI's direction will erase $60 million from its annual EBITDA. The company's management is aiming to offset the loss over time and sees a manageable impact on its UPI business. They expect economics to be largely unchanged, though there could be some moderation in UPI incentive fees. And how is the market reacting to this situation? The market appears to be reading the situation differently. Paytm's market cap now stands at $3.7 billion, less than a third of its private rival, Walmart-backed PhonePay, which does less than half of Paytm's revenue. Market analysts are having a tough time revising their price target for the Paytem stock. Morgan Stanley has cut its price target of Paytem to 555 Indian rupees, down from 690 on Thursday. Could there be further penalties from the Indian Central Bank? There's a possibility. The Indian Central Bank has internally discussed revoking the payments bank license of Paytem. If that happens, it could have even more significant implications for the company. That's certainly a situation to keep an eye on. Thanks for that report, Bella. Now, shifting gears to another tech giant, Apple recently announced significant changes to its App Store in response to the European Union's Digital Markets Act rules. The company has revealed that the EU market represents 7% of its global App Store revenues. The impact of these changes will largely depend on the choices made by developers. Here to delve deeper into this is our correspondent from Simply Tech. Can you explain the changes Apple is making and why? Certainly, David. The Digital Markets Act, or DMA, requires Apple to allow alternative app stores and permit developers to use third-party payment processors. In response, Apple plans to charge a core tech fee if an app exceeds a million annual downloads across different app stores. These changes are significant as they could potentially disrupt Apple's current app store model. How has Apple's revenue been affected amidst these changes? Interestingly, despite these changes, Apple reported a record quarter for app store revenues. The company's overall services revenue was $23.1 billion, marking an 11% increase year on year. However, the company's CFO, Luca Maestri, noted that the monetary impact of these changes will largely depend on the choices made by developers. What has been Apple's stance on these changes? Apple has defended its App Store and Commission ecosystem, arguing that it provides the best privacy and security. CEO Tim Cook expressed concern that these changes might prevent the company from providing the best user experience. He emphasized that while Apple has always prioritized privacy, security, and usability, these changes might hinder their ability to deliver the best possible service. What other changes is Apple making in response to the DMA rules? In addition to allowing alternative app stores and third-party payment processors, Apple is also required to open up the browser ecosystem. This means allowing other browsers to use their own engine instead of Apple's WebKit. Furthermore, Apple is exploring ways to increase app store revenue. For instance, it will allow streaming game stores for cloud gaming services to be distributed through the App Store globally. It's also extending support for in-app purchase systems to mini-games, mini-apps, plugins, and chatbots. How has the industry reacted to these changes? The reaction has been largely negative. Spotify called Apple's DMA plan extortion, while Epic Games CEO described it as malicious compliance full of junk fees. Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg also criticized the rules, saying they were so onerous that he would be surprised if developers opted in. 
The Coalition for App Fairness, an industry group with members like Epic Games, Spotify, and others, called Apple's changes a non-compliance plan. Thanks to James for shedding light on the recent changes to Apple's App Store in response to the EU's Digital Markets Act rules. Speaking of which, these new regulations in the European Union are technically enabling the creation of alternative iPhone app stores. However, Apple's implementation of these regulations has been met with criticism from large developers like Meta. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent from Simply Tech. Can you tell us more about Apple's new policies and why they're causing such a stir? Yes, David. While the EU's Digital Markets Act has forced Apple to open up the iPhone in the region, Apple's approach to this has been controversial. They're introducing new fees that could potentially cripple the business model of free apps if they're distributed outside of the App Store. This has been met with criticism from several noted App Store critics, including Meta, Spotify, Epic Games, and Microsoft. What exactly did Meta's CEO, Mark Zuckerberg, have to say about this? Zuckerberg expressed skepticism about the viability of alternative app stores under Apple's new policies. He stated that the way Apple has implemented these changes is so onerous and at odds with the intent of the EU regulation that he would be surprised if any developer chose to use the alternative app stores. He also suggested that it would be very difficult for anyone, including Meta, to seriously entertain what Apple is doing. And what about other companies? How have they responded to Apple's new policies? The response has been largely negative. Epic CEO Tim Sweeney called Apple's approach to sideloading hot garbage. Spotify CEO Daniel Ek described it as a new low. David Heinemeyer Hansen, the creator of Ruby on Rails and CTO of 37signals, referred to the setup as an extortion regime. What happens next? How will the EU respond to these criticisms? European regulators have said that they will study Apple's implementation of sideloading after March 7th, when the Digital Markets Act goes into effect. The EU has the power to fine companies in violation of the law up to 10% of their annual revenue. So we'll have to wait and see how this plays out. That's certainly something to watch. Thanks for the insights, Michael. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Tech. We'll see you back here tomorrow.